0: Phantoms, ghouls goblins this is two girls one ghost two girls one ghost and we are your ghostesses that's corinne and Hi. i'm sabrina and before we get to our scary stories this week we want to give a shout out to our phantoms who are our patreon donors because without you guys we couldn't make this episode happen so thank you to it hurts when i pee <laughs> X supernatural podcast Caitlin, Georgina, Kay, Michael, Brittany, J, Cornfed Witch, Mary, Nicole, Zoe, Ridiculous Podcast, Carrie, Jim, Annie, and Theodore,
1: Annalia, Melanie, Tara, Sim, Samantha, Jocelyn, Nahongo, Pretty Outdoorsy. None of this is real podcast. Deirdre, Demini, Carrie, Rebe, Carla, Chloe, Katie, a paranormal chicks, Claire, Tomb Juice, Vanessa, Dez. Benjamin, Sabrina, Natasha, Carling, Courtney, Brie, Daniel, Carly, Audrey, Vic, Leslie,
0: Parker, Marquis Duzoinx, Desiree, Maddie, Dill, the Tater, Bailey, Carrie, Robin, Foxglove Farm, Leisha, Marina, Ivy, Sally, Jess, Dane, Friday, Jacob, Daniela, Isadora, Alexandra, Kristen, Backroad Diaries, Courtney, Shannon, Jasmine, Caroline, Sherry, christy laura and Paige. thank you guys so much seriously thank you we We so appreciate it i have a story for you tell us please please okay this is from shauna she says my creepy af but amazing baby nephew hey guys i've been listening to the podcast for a few months now and love it you guys are the best so i thought i should tell you guys an an amazing little story about my two-year-old nephew joel So Joel has been a chatterbox since the second he figured out how to talk, and since he was a few months old, he's babbled and talked randomly when he's alone and would always giggle like he was talking to someone, and he started mumbling the name Jim randomly and would continue to laugh and play by himself. My sister and nephews moved into a new house about two months ago, and one morning not long after they moved in, Joel told my sister, "'Jim is sitting on my bed!' And my sister also has a baby, so she didn't think anything of it being a young single mom of two kids. Anyway, fast forward to last night, my sister was going through some family photos that my mom gave her when she was visiting, and Joel was looking at them with her. My sister pulled out a photo of my papa and gran, who have both passed away now, and Joel pointed and yelled, Mama, that's Jim and Nana! My sister said she nearly died. Joel was so happy and so clear about it being Jim, my papa James, Jim, passed away about 10 years ago, and my grand passed away a few months before Joel was born, so he's never seen or heard of them before, let alone met them. I guess it's nice to know that my grandparents are so present to Joel and seem to make him laugh often. I wonder if he will ever get over this or if you'll always be gifted. Amazing either way. Keep providing the goods, ladies. Bye from Australia, Shauna.
1: That's so sweet. I know. Oh, my goodness. And the extreme joy. Oh, my gosh. It's Papa and Nana. I know. It's so cute. To just know that he's having the best time ever when with the grandparents is so cute. Mm -hmm. I know. I love it. I absolutely love that. I. That's so sweet. This one's not very sweet. Oh, no. This is called Haunted Dolls Destroyed My Basement. And this is from Carly. Hey girls, I love your podcast so much. I'm listening to it right now, in fact. It keeps me up at night, but in the best way. I especially love the Encounters episodes, so much so that I wanted to share one of mine. It's pretty long, but my coolest story, so here it goes. I'm a junior in college now, but this happened when I was still in high school. My grandmother collected realistic-looking porcelain dolls. creepy. She died when I was 13, so I never got a chance to ask her why she liked collecting them so much, because they always creeped me out. Everyone, once in a while, would give my sisters and I some of the ones that she collected. I am the youngest in my family, so over the course of about 19 years and three granddaughters, a bunch of these dolls ended up with me in my bedroom. Mm. My genius father thought it would be a great idea to place these dolls on a shelf that was installed onto the wall of my bedroom near the ceiling. The shelf went all the way across the room. So essentially, there was just a brigade of creepy dolls that would just stare down at me in bed every single night while I was trying to fall asleep. Oh my god. (laughs) <laughs> i never had any experiences with these dolls so no unexplained moving no whispers no strange shadows until i moved into my new house at the start of sixth grade when we moved all of these dolls were placed into a shoebox and put on the top of the shelf of my new closet they stayed there and i never really gave them any other thought when i was 16 my mother suggested that i move them into the storage room in the basement so that i could have more room in my closet For some reason, I didn't really want to because I didn't want to have to touch or look at the dolls, maybe PTSD from being kept awake every night in my childhood because of their creepy staring eyes. Thanks, Dad. But eventually I got up the courage and I brought them down into the storage room. This room is gigantic and unfurnished with concrete floors and tons of shelves with boxes and decorations, costumes, old school supplies from my mom's preschool teaching days, etc., I should probably mention here that my house has had some weird activity in the past. A few disembodied voices, some creepy feelings whenever I got too close to the basement bedroom, waking up at 3am randomly, and once what I thought was a little girl standing in my parents' bedroom door staring at me. Oh, okay. But nothing concrete and few and far between. So needless to say, my basement creeps me out a little bit, which is probably why I thought to myself as I was dropping off these dolls, wouldn't it be weird if something happened tonight in the basement? I wonder if these dolls are angry that I'm putting them down here. Oh my God. Well, this is where it gets crazy. So I put the doll boxes on the ground in front of this big shelving unit because I was 16 and lazy and then I went to bed. The next morning, I wake up to my father yelling at me to come downstairs. What the hell did you do to the basement? He said, what do you mean? I just put the doll boxes on the ground, I said, because my dad is the kind of neat freak that would freak out about that. And then he says, why did you destroy the storage room? I'm confused because even for my dad, that's dramatic over a few <laughs> boxes. So I go downstairs with him and walk into the storage room and immediately get chills all over my body. Oh my! Gosh. Every single box about 25 on the right half of the storage room is on the ground some of them were kept on the top shelves about eight feet high and the lids were now torn off The ca- the contents were thrown about six feet away from where the boxes landed and some of the cinder blocks used to hold up the shelves had been knocked over and moved a few feet away. Oh my god! It took hours to clean it all up and I don't know how to explain it, but it looked angry, like someone had been upset and wanted to destroy something, like a temper tantrum. And the worst part, these boxes of dolls had all been tipped over and all of them were laying on the floor, like 20 dolls. Only my mom, dad, and I lived in the house at the time, and we live in a very safe neighborhood. Break-ins don't really happen, and moreover, nothing was missing from the house, and there were no signs of forced entry. We didn't hear anything overnight. We live in Michigan. Earthquakes don't happen here. It's not like one box tipping over would have caused a big enough vibration that would have knocked about 25 other boxes over. The floors are made of cement anyway, and my father is a firm skeptic. But he had no way of explaining it after, and I convinced him that I didn't destroy the basement for fun. (laughs) Just the fact that this happened that night that I moved the dolls is a little sus. Yep. At first, I thought maybe my grandma was angry at me for putting her dolls in storage. But she was such a sweet woman, and I don't see her spirit doing something like that. Now I think it's possible, and maybe... It was that little girl that I saw that one time. Like I mentioned before, my mom was a preschool teacher, so there was a bunch of toys, a plastic seesaw, a little road map carpet thing, and all sorts of colorful things in that part of the storage room that was destroyed. It almost looks a bit like a playroom adapted to fit the likings of a spirit. Cold, dark, secluded. Maybe there was a little girl attached to one of the dolls who was mad about her doll being moved away from my room, so she destroyed her playroom on the darker side if there is something evil attached to the doll like a demon or a poltergeist it might have been angry that for the first time in 20 years it no longer was being kept in a room with a young girl living there so it could no longer feed off of me or my sisters i don't know but keep up the good work ladies and see you on the other side
0: bye carly oh my gosh i'm so curious because it's scary but i almost wonder if the dolls were just sad. Uh, Okay, well, dolls are not allowed to be sad because they're dolls. So what is <laughs> That's inside true. the doll? But yeah, I mean, yes, you're right. Dolls can't have feelings because they're dolls. But if there are spirits surrounding them, they can be sad and feel lonely and like they were left behind. And maybe they did it because of that I don't know. But I, th- I feel like
1: I get it that it's it looked like a temper tantrum. So it looked like a little kid, but also... Kind of I'm kind of in uh in the space where I do think that it might be something much darker,
0: yeah, but then why did they never do anything previous to that? you know, because it was just feeding on the energy and waiting to be a crazy poltergeist for the next family? I just don't like it, okay, what do you have? okay, I got one let's hear it my computer is overheating, and it's gonna blow, okay, this is from Brian. She goes, It's me, Brianne. I tweeted y'all about my encounter last Friday and you told me to be careful. You're so sweet, ladies. I love your podcast and your theme song. And Leia I hope I spelled that right, all of the above. So freaking awesome. Okay, here we go. <laughs> my dad and I never had the best relationship. Constant verbal abuse my whole life. Thanks, Dad. Love you too. As I got older, it got so much worse. And as I moved forward with my and as I moved forward with my life, for some reason, I always had to come back home. And every time this happened, it got worse and worse and worse. Started with doorknobs turning and shaking, progressed to footsteps in the entryway, and something was always pacing around my bed at night. But the summer of 2015 was the worst of it. I moved back home after attending college in 2013 and stayed there until that fateful summer two years later. My daughter was three, her temper tantrum started out of nowhere, and it was like she wasn't even my daughter anymore. As night fell, I would drift off to sleep only to suffer at the clutches of demonic night terrors. My daughter would be possessed by a demon and murdering my whole family. In my nightmare, I would say the Lord's Prayer and murder her. It always (gasps) felt so real. I would wake up in a cold but hot sweat and run to her room to make sure she was still alive. I would sit outside her door until daybreak, weeping helplessly. It progressed, and on top of the night terrors came the slow pacing around my bed again. The slow, slow, deep breathing. It would shake my bed and sit on it all whilst whispering my name. It gave me visual hallucinations of my nose and mouth bleeding profusely as well. All I could think was, my God, is it all just me? Am I going insane? Am I damned? Is my daughter safe? And then the night of October 7th was when I finally saw it. When the tables turned completely against me. That thing, that hideous, evil, malevolent thing. It was pulling out all of its tricks. I was laying in bed, stiff, fed up, listening to it walk around my bed, kick it, sit on it, breathe on the back of my neck, so deep and slowly whispering, breathe I turned over to face the side of the bed and there it was, crawling on the floor around the corner of my bed, half of it on the wall and the other half on the floor. It was pitch black in my room and this was darker than that. Its head was down. It slowly looked up at me and grinned with an evil shredded smile with the sharpest unclean teeth I have ever seen and glared into my soul with its laser red eyes. At this point, of course, I am riddled with fear and I had stopped breathing and it felt like my heart stopped for what felt like hours. But the fighter in me said, Seriously, just fucking stop already. I turned back over and I cried silently until I fell asleep. The next day, my mind and body were fueled with anger. I wanted to hurt everybody and wanted to and I hated everything. I was yelling at my three-year-old daughter, my precious fucking angel of a kid, because she wouldn't pick up her toys. I mean yelling, screaming at the top of my lungs for no reason. I was livid. My dad stormed in from the garage, telling me to calm down. He was drunk and high, like always, and I got in his face. He got in mine, and without hesitation, he grabbed me by the back of my head, pushing my body back and slamming my head against a 20-by-30-inch framed picture of orca whales, and it shattered all over me. I got dizzy and fell to the ground covered in broken glass, and all of this was happening in front of my baby. I suddenly snapped out of it and was no longer angry. I was filled with dread, fear, and sadness, not fully understanding how it led to this. I called the police. He got put in jail for the night, and I moved out the next day. October 9th is my mama's birthday. This happened the day before her birthday. I never saw it again. Maybe it got what it wanted. I don't know. I'm sorry this is a novel, but I thought you maybe wanted to hear about all of it. And I just managed to swallow my fear of it tonight and drew you a picture. Within seconds of finishing my, draw- my drawing, my daughter comes limping in, saying she twisted her ankle. And my cat's hair started standing up on the back of their necks. It doesn't want anyone knowing what it looks like and what it did to me and my family. But screw it. It can't control me anymore. And I will sage, sage, sage. Viewer discretion advised only because of the bad luck that has befallen on my daughter and I since I drew this one hour ago. Take care, beautiful ladies. Keep the spooky stories coming. I'm still far behind on your episodes, but I'm catching up. Big hugs and cheers of wine to you both, Bree.
1: Well, I wish I hadn't just scrolled down and looked at that photo before you gave the
0: viewer discretion. Yeah, it's scary. It's a horrifying story. Bree, I'm so sorry you're going through this.
1: I know, that's so horrible. And to have your mind filled with all of that and to yeah. be fearful of turning into someone that could harm your daughter. It's so scary. It makes you wonder too about like th- people who are like that, what what they go through. Like just having those that darkness put into your head is so horrible.
0: Yeah. And I just feel like it's so evident that this entity is drawn towards her father who clearly has problems of his own. And that when she left, she left his place. She was able to free herself a bit from that entity. Right. (sighs) So I'm glad that
1: she's free from it. Me too. And hopefully just because she drew, it doesn't mean anything's going to happen. I agree that it won't follow her. It's,
0: We'll it's send done. our ghost and our fruit fly and we'll let them protect you.
1: Yeah. Okay. I have one for us to end on. It's called a tragically beautiful story. This is from anonymous. Hi girls and Leia. I found your podcast some time ago and have been an avid listener. I thought I would share a beautiful story of how my daughter has let me know that she's okay and still with me uh-huh. at the age of 16. My only child had decided to complete suicide Lost and confused, my wife and I had no idea how to cope. It was shortly after Christmas, and doing as instructed by my wife to take a, the Christmas tree down, I unplugged the lights to our tree. As I turned, grabbing one of the many boxes I would need, I saw the lights on the tree were in fact still on. At the time, I didn't think much of it. My memory has always been kind of bad. I was unsure if I'd actually unplugged the lights. So, leaning back down again, I could see that I had in fact unplugged the lights but they were still on
0: Hmm.
1: taking this as a sign that my daughter was not ready for our tree to be taken down her favorite thing when she was young and always liked decorating the tree Uh the next short story is something that can continue to happen my daughter got a puppy as a gift and the puppy was still very young at the time of my daughter's passing Though we couldn't and still can't get her to leave the room when called, oftentimes she is found sitting at the edge of the bed or sitting looking up at the chair next to the desk. There are plenty of other stories that we have to hearing the radio play her favorite songs and having the monitor in her room glancing through the photos that, that were saved to her computer. Plenty of others have also gotten little signs that she is around and is in a much happier place, but I'm afraid that this is getting a little too long, though I do want to share this. I believe she is the one who nudged me towards finding your lovely podcast. (laughs) Seeing as I personally never looked up ghosts or anything, I found one of your episodes downloaded into my library.
0: Oh my god! I have
1: enjoyed every episode and look forward to hearing those that have yet to come. Sincerely, Anonymous. Wow don't you have full body chills and isn't your heart just like aching with both love and sadness at the same time yeah
0: the fact that i mean all of this is it's so clear she's communicating with you and your family and so in
1: such special and sweet ways too yeah keeping the christmas lights on even as they're unplugged because it was her favorite thing and she Mm -hmm. wasn't ready to let go of that like warm moment that hot the
0: oh i love it so much i know but just
1: the the joy of the holidays Mm -hmm. and being with family
0: we're both crying i know (laughs) it's just that i mean that's such a we don't usually end podcasts this way i know it's just so i mean going through that for anyone is i can't even imagine how difficult it is and to know that she's still there, and that I mean, the dog waiting for her and like looking at her—I know, looking up at the desk chair and oh, looking it. at the end of her
1: bed—it's as if she's there. And you know, at times she she must be because her her computer is going through old photos. Oh wow, beautiful tearjerker, but lovely, lovely experience.
0: Yeah. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yes,
1: and to have such warm greetings from someone who you love and you miss
0: Mm
1: -hmm. very very special (sighs) okay guys if you have stories that you want to send us in experiences that you've had Mm -hmm. with people uh on the other side or whatever paranormal experiences you have or loved ones have or friends teachers whoever you can email them to us at two girls one ghost podcast at gmail.com
0: and you can support us in many ways please rate and review us on itunes and uh word of mouth is great tell all your friends tell everyone about our podcast and get everyone to listen oh
1: yeah and we have social media it's such a good community to join i feel like the majority of our listeners are already in our facebook page so i know that's true. super awesome it's such a good community and huge thank you to our moderate our moderator. oh i can't say the word our moderators You guys are killing it. And everyone's so supportive and so happy. And it's like the best group to ever be in. Yes.
0: I love it so much. Um, You can also support us on Patreon or by buying merch and wrapping us out on the streets. And we will see you on
1: on the the other side. side. Very smooth.